Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Delokun and Zach. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. This is Jellicoon along with Zach, as always. Hello, hello. It is always Zach, whether it's me or the other ones. Exactly, there's always a Zach. I'm not mm-hmm. all my co-hosts start with Z. Yeah, there must always be a Z name. Yep, pretty much. So, this is episode 250. Ooh, sounds landmark-worthy. Yeah, it really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> We've been around too long. You're jaded. I mean, how, I how many landmarks can you hit? Exactly. We just hit 10 years. I don't know. Two months ago. I'm done. But this is the last episode. <laughs> Sick of this shit. Making me watch shit. Um, yeah. How, how have things been? It's been a little bit. You know, it's funny because we're like, oh, we're, we're so bad. We're not, we're not podcasting enough. And then it's like, Hey, a month has gone by. How how did that happen? Mm-hmm. So we should record like five episodes, you know, five or six months, five or six hours worth of content, and then we can be like, oh, we're the monthly podcast. Yikes! I, that would be hard to distill. That In fact, be. like I drove recently during spring break to and from Austin, so I had a lot of time to listen to stuff. So I was listening to some podcasts, but one history one I was listening to was like three hours and. I the, guess it's all interesting, and it's... Is it the History of Everything podcast? Uh, no, it's uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Oh, Hardcore. Yeah, that's the other popular one. Yeah, I like that one. But, like, at the same time, I was thinking three hours. Like, I wonder if he records it in segments, probably. and Or e- even, I list, like, I thought about, like, I guess how long it is to be as a listener. I don't know, because I kind of get bored of the same topic after three hours. I mean, if the person makes it interesting, I mean, I've listened to three or four hour plus long podcasts. Usually, you know, if it's on my own time, I'll break it up. But I mean, it is nice to listen to if, if during the work day or whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, for yeah. me, it was driving. So I'm a prisoner in my car. So yeah, it was good. It was good that it was long. But it just made me think like there's no other medium that I would <laughs> sit down and watch for four hours. Like I would take a break in between watching two movies, you know, it's like. Four hours is basically two movies worth. I've always looked at it like, I'm going to make the longer, you know, if an episode runs two hours, I mean, obviously there'll need to be some editing, but I don't keep my shows like, oh my God, they have to be an hour. And I know that everybody doesn't like, or, you know, everyone has their like, oh, it's going to be a half an hour. Oh, it's going to be 45 minutes. You know, blah, 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 blah. I look at it like, 
you as a listener have the power to listen to anything and everything. And you can fast forward or rewind or do whatever you want to do. Heck, I know the new thing is putting people on two times speed. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't either. I feel like you don't. It's the same people that think speed reading is exciting. Well, not even exciting. I don't even feel like if you're on two times speed, unless you're a slow talker, like I don't like. I feel like you're not getting the words we're saying. Like it's just right. I mean, that's why I related to speed reading is your comprehension is maybe like I don't know sixty percent, so it's better than half. But you're going twice as fast. It doesn't seem worth it at all. Yeah, unless there actually is some sort of goal like learning something in time for a test or something but Even it's then. your po- it, it's listening for leisure theoretically like no one's listening to our podcast to become some sort of knowledge person <laughs> like <sighs> i don't know if i'm able to finish citrus man it's so fucking boring right now i'm on episode was... f- 6 and it's got six more to go i mean it's done now but i just fuck now it's gotten to like I, went, I was artistically turned off episode one. Well, um, I mean, I thought it was kind of interesting. And I was like, oh, this could be kind of unique or something. But now it's just fallen into, like, every cliche. Like, right now, the main character, Yuzu, is, like, not sure about wanting... She, like, wants to be in love with her little stepsister. And... um. There's also a a girl at school who's madly in love with her. So now they're fighting over her. And fuck, it's just so cliche. <laughs> it doesn't sound very good when you put it like that. Oh, God. Recently, we watched Scum's Wish, which, you know, is like a very good way to do that. Like, so there's like the the strange forced kiss in the first episode of Citrus. And like, it just felt oppressive and gross. To me. <laughs> Whereas, like, Scum's Wish is equally, you could say, like, forward and, <clears throat> like, sexual in nature. But it does it so much better. It avoids the tropes, right? It betrays expectations. Or at the very least, it paints them as realistic people. In Citrus, they didn't feel like people. Like you said, they felt like cliches uh, playing a part. So, not a fan of Citrus. I don't, I don't know who does enjoy it. I'm not sure who the target audience is. Um, yeah, I, I really don't know either. But I've been trying to watch more of it. I've got some more episodes to watch, but just I, I watched episode five today and I was like, Jesus Christ, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it's not exciting. I guess the allure of the, the smut of the first episode, maybe, eh. but it made you sit through 20 minutes. Like, there's far better fan service shows, so that can't be yeah. the audience they're going for. So it lacks in fan service. It lacks in being creative. Um, I like the main character. I thought the the main happy-go-lucky blonde girl was a cool character. Yuzu. Yeah, Yuzu. So like, I'm on board for the the setting and the character, but the, the brunt of the plot of the romance is just uh, hard to swallow. Yeah, it just kind of falls off a cliff after episode three and four. Yikes! I didn't. I don't know. Maybe it gets better though. I'm gonna keep giving it a shot. Unlikely. And then I got real life specials. I started oh, yeah, watching. I Crunchyroll was adding those, or did? Yeah, yeah. I, I watched the first one, or at least part of the first one, and it's Chizuru. I'm like, what the hell? 
they had an open at the end of the first one. I'm not going to spoil it, but they had a logical path. Mm-hmm. And this one, Chizuru, who is the girl everyone liked and had the weird smile, is now an adult and her life sucks. So she gets chosen <laughs> to do the real life program. And I was like, this is too weird. I'm, I'm, I'm stopping it for now. I can't handle this. Mm-hmm. So I didn't watch anymore. But I was just like, what What the hell? She's a failure. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, nah, that's about all I've really watched. Um, I did check out next season. I guess we'll talk a little bit about that. And uh, Yeah, the only thing I've watched is Overlord, which I'm going to review today. There you go. I just... I know there's good anime out there. It's just, I don't know, man. Just nothing's like grabbing me and be like, yeah, you got to watch this. Like, And I still haven't finished Devil Man. Oh, man, really? I mean, I'm on like eight and there's only ten. Yeah, you're getting <laughs> close. Let's just say uh, it's worth watching the final show, two episodes because holy fuck, I've never seen people get the main characters just what happens to them is just crazy. I'll just say that. I don't want to spoil it, but it's probably pretty obvious what's going to happen. Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Anyway, Devil Man is worth finishing. Yeah, and see, that's the thing. Like, I went into Devil Man, and I freaking just marathon the shit out of that show because Zach did such a great job of, like, explaining it. And then the show itself was just something so out there and unique. Where I was like, ah, oh, I could watch this, and I did. And since then, I've been like, Fuck everything else. And it's dubbed too. It makes it easier to. Stop. That too. Yeah. yeah. That too. And I thought the dub was bad at first, but it grows on uh, you. Yeah. Well, now that the now that the characters' motivations are clear, like I talked about our last episode when I was only like two episodes in. The only thing I never understood about Devil Man is like you know like day one the kid's like scrawny, scrawny and weak and short. Mm-hmm. Day three he's like buff, tall, and strong. And no one's like, ah, oh, man, he got a growth spurt, man. Yeah, I like how everyone refers to it. They're like, he looks so much stronger and his personality changed. But then they like, <laughs> dismiss it. Yeah, like, oh. They're like, it's not even the same person, but it's fine. That's normal. <laughs> Only in anime. They've witnessed it a lot nowadays. And the recent one I watched, they had like the track competition and the guy turned into the devil and ran around killing everyone. Oh, yeah. Which is like a very gory episode. Yes. And then... Like, the show is so cheesy, and I guess it's like a homage to the original, I can only assume. It is. Where at the end, he's like, I'm Devil Man, be free! And he, like, carries the guy and throws him, like, into the air, like the giant rampaging bull man, because <laughs> his friend told him to kill it, but he didn't want to. Yeah. And it's just so ridiculous, because it's, like, super gory, like, oh, man, this is, this guy's a true evil. And then they're like, okay, now let him go. There you go. Well, I'll tell you this much. Episodes 9 and 10 put all the pieces together and wrap the story up. So 9 is worth watching because everything comes crystal clear and everything finally gets explained. Hmm. So. But yeah. So I did look at uh, the upcoming season and unfortunately and sorry if you hear any uh, I've been still meaning to freaking uh, finish Kakaguri Kakaguri Oh man, I love that show. Kind of finish it, and then the Sasugi Gakkei 
Ki Ray. Actually, I got a question about that. Oh, I also love Suki Gaikiri. So, I haven't started it yet, but oh. I noticed there's a movie. What? There's a movie, a movie that's dubbed and everything, but then there's a show that isn't dubbed. I was unaware of a movie. Oh. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that answers that. <laughs> Why watch the show? Oh, I see. There's a summary. The first six episodes is the recap. I don't even know if they've done a summary of the whole thing. Just watch the show. It's very good. I figured. Well, this season, out of everything I've watched, and I don't want, and I want to know what the hell this is. The first one I saw was Steins Gate Zero. Ah, I know what this is. What is this? Because I didn't know if it was a retelling. There's a PV on Reddit today, but I don't know Japanese, so you know it doesn't really help me out. Mm-hmm. So it was a so they made this game. Yeah. And it was Steins Gate Zero. Well, first they made the first one, then yeah. they made the anime. Okay, so we're we're up to date with that. They made the game, and then they made the anime, and then they made Steins Gate Zero the game. Right. So this one's about the person the okabe you see talking to the main one on the phone at the end of the show where he's like i failed to save her you gotta go save her you know Mm -hmm. okay so that's him so basically it's about this guy failing to save her right and then just continuing on in his life and the conclusion of what we know about that character is he convinces his older self to go save her right so this is like a what if where she just dies basically what well, I mean, that's not even a what-if hypothetical, right? It's It happened to yeah. that one. So the one on the phone is the what this one's about, where he's like, I failed to save her. So he's lived, like, I don't know, when you talk to him on the phone, like 10 years into the future where she died. Gotcha. So oh, that's man. the story. It's 23 episodes. I'm excited. I've I heard am. good things about the game, but I haven't played it, so. I am, too. And it says he he tries to abandon his eccentric alter ego of scientist Okabe. So, like, he's very upset, gives up being a scientist, but then is seemingly pulled back into the past by meeting an acquaintance of Kurisu. Now he's salary him, man, Okabe. Yeah, who, who <laughs> tells him that they have begun testing a device that stores the memory of a human and creates a simulation of them. So maybe he wants a simulation of Kurisu, and maybe that convinces him try something i don't know so gotcha i'm excited well good i also saw they had high school dxd hero oh hell yeah the fourth season of dxd sadly i can't watch it because the show is great in my opinion because of the dub so and it's uncensored so i gotta wait for the blu-ray dub but i am excited also it's by a new studio studio passion instead of the other one so the characters look different and I hope they still look good. I don't know. They look a lot more childish in this one. Like, the shading isn't the same. They're all colorful and bright. Gotcha. But I'll still watch it, because that show, continuing the same dub, I hope, is fantastic. Um, I also have the new sword art, which seems kind of eh. The I mean, story. I know, I know, I'll watch it. No, but, and that's exactly it. I kept telling yeah. myself, like, 
The only reason I'm watching this show is because I know the characters, know the world, and I've mm-hmm. watched everything else, so why the fuck not watch this? You haven't seen the movie, I don't think. I have not. Shut up. Aha, uh-huh, Windows noise. Yeah, so I mean, I'll watch it. This one, at least, I think, doesn't have Kirito in it, which makes it very desirable. Because my favorite part of all of the Sword Art universe is the Yuki and Asuna story, because it doesn't have Kirito. Well, it does, but briefly. Um... Because he's just a do whatever you want character, so yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch a, sh- a spinoff because like a spinoff uh, that doesn't have the main characters in it. So though you, you said you watched it because you know the characters, that won't help you in this one. Well, okay, I'm familiar with the universe and whatever. Right. So whatever. So this is about the gun gal game. Yeah. Running parallel to perhaps Kirito's activities, but not about him. No, exactly. It's about a whole different character named Karen, who apparently mm-hmm. is short and whatever. No, she's tall. And oh, she's tall. Oh, my bad. Okay. But sorry, her, it just her said... character is short because she doesn't want to be tall. Okay, and the synopsis I read, it was like her height issues or something. Right. Yeah, okay. she's upset about being so tall. I guess. Oh, okay. Whatever. She could be on Japan's WNBA league. Yeah, like six feet isn't crazy, even for women here, but in Japan probably is. Probably. Because I like, yeah, I like how they gave the stats for the, uh, where she's six foot tall and very insecure. And I'm like, I know like a lot of girls that are like 5'10", or mm-hmm. like almost six feet. But in Japan, that's probably pretty common. Pretty tall, yeah. Well, that, I think she's like, I don't know, high school or something. It's, and then. It's like college. Whatever. You should oh. be done growing. As a girl. You should be. And everyone else around you should be done growling. Yeah. Anywho. My one. I have been waiting years and years Ooh, and more years. Is? Yes. Oh, damn. I was going to guess wrong. Now I know what you mean. You mean Full Metal Panic, right? Fuck yes. <laughs> I was going to guess Fully Cooly at first. Wait, is that this year too? This season too? Oh, that was next season. 60 days. It's listed in the season. You oh. have a new Fooly Cooly, so... Oh, I missed it then. I, I assume this could be also something well, you can too. use. I mean, I liked Fooly Cooly. I've watched it three or four times. I used mm-hmm. to have a Takoon t-shirt that was pretty badass until my cat ripped it up. should probably buy it again because it was pretty badass. <laughs> um, Keep it away from your cat. Yeah, that Fuck too. Ah, we were driving down here to South Carolina and Took him out, and he like got all scared and ripped my shirt up. Like, mm. Fucking cat. That was a while ago. It was. In, in what I know of your history. Yes. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't know what to expect of the new Fooly Cooly, but that too, I guess. But yeah, Full Metal Panic. I fucking can't wait. That's the whole reason I got into anime. That show in Cowboy Bebop. But mainly Full Metal Panic. And uh, I hope the wait was worth it. That's all I got to say. I have very high expectations after the second raid because the second raid was my favorite Full Metal Panic. Mm-hmm. Um, because I thought it really like fleshed out the characters. It brought a lot of humanization. And the evil villain was badass and the twins were badass. But... Um, yeah, no, I'm really, really looking forward to, uh, the invisible war, whatever that's supposed to mean. Mm-hmm. That, we gotta need, we, we always need more chittery. 
I assume that's a blue hair girl. You know, that's a show I haven't watched. A shame. Being influenced by you for six years or whatever. (laughs) I've never watched Full Metal Pain. I would say I would lend you my DVDs, but you can watch it, like, I think for free now on, like, Funimation.com. Yeah, that's one that's, like, pretty prolific now. It's pretty easy to find. Yeah, I thought about buying the Blu-rays because I own two sets of Fumafu. I think I own two sets of the second raid. No, I think it's just a Fumafu. And uh, I thought about buying it all on DVD, on Blu-ray, but they're just upscales and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to bother. They also have Although, if I found them cheap, shows. what's that? Oh, I was just going to, not to cut you off about the no, DVD brands. <laughs> I was going to say there's other mainstream shows that are exciting this season, too. It seems like a very good season. It seems like a lot of um, sequels and just more. Uh... That's true. The, Although the Tokyo I was looking... Duel, Hero Academia, and... Soma Cook Show that are all sequels. So, my co I got a coworker. Mm -hmm. You have several. Loves (laughs) Hero Academia. I I know a lot of my friends that enjoy it, but first episode was too rough for me. I couldn't get into it. I haven't. Excuse me. I have not watched it yet. I just don't know if I want to get back in the shonen. I don't know if I can do it, man. I mean, it seems cool, but I watched the first episode, and it's just, like, very heavy-handed. Yeah. It's, like, even... It treats you like you've never seen anime. It, like, stresses who the villain and the good guy is for, like, the whole first episode, and it's very annoying. Gotcha. Like, this is clearly the bad guy. Okay. Okay. Mm, get it. But mm. it's, like, the shonen establishing of bad guy is too heavy-handed for me. Um, Persona 5, the animation. I thought about wanting to watch that, but I haven't played the game. I mean, it's... And I know I with think, 4, they, like... It was basically the game in anime form. Right, so, I mean, I think that's the good way to do it. Like, people no, no, that no, haven't I, played the I game agree. can enjoy it. I, I guess, but then I feel like I'm going to ruin the game whenever I get around to playing it. Yeah, it took me, like, 110 hours to beat it. You're oh, not going to play it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got very bored of it by the end, actually. Really? Michael... Like, I still like 4 more. The coworker, the same coworker who liked uh, Hero Academia, he was like, "Dude, you gotta buy a PS4 just for this game. It's so amazing." I'm like, "Fuck off! <laughs> I Good. can't do it." <laughs> it's an improvement in a lot of regards to Persona games, but it, it took a long time to beat. And well, I have to ask then, why? I mean, obviously the story and all that stuff's always good. Oh, but, I would debate that. It's not always good, but yeah. Why well, like three, three is like the most boring game. Whatever, three was awesome. So, no, the robot girl, she can suck. My, it. my friend and I always talk about this that the villains were so poorly motivated in the third one. But they are poorly motivated in everything. Now my question though was the fifth one had they... better motivation. Okay, I guess I like three. God damn it, I like three. Stupid. Your... The villain is a Jesus lookalike with a gun, and he shoots like part of the protagonist people right and then the reason he's trying to stop them is he doesn't want to lose his powers but he never uses his powers to do anything all he does is use a real gun to kill someone maybe he's getting around to it i don't know very dumb their motivation is to protect (laughs) the powers they have and they never use them what kind of motivation is that terrible motivation yeah terrible but anyway is there any difference in the combat or anything? Like, I mean, like three and four, other than the story and the characters, it's interchangeable. 
No, not really. Like it. Eh. Hmm. The bosses, I wouldn't even say are better. I don't know. The combat's the same. the The, the story is better. The world is more believable because we're in current gen. And they have an ability to do a lot of different places that don't just feel like a visual novel. Gotcha. Um, so, like, it's good. Does Junpei show up? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's an, every Persona game has the bro character, you know. Junpei and then Yosuke and then Ryuji is the new one. Ah. Uh, the same archetype of Junpei is in every game. Like, the best bro character. Hell yeah. You know? Yeah, so the characters are good. I really like villain in this one. All right, what else are you looking forward to this week, this month, this this <laughs> season? I was gonna call it this quarter. Yep, my last note. <laughs> on Persona, my last note on Persona is like they did a very good job with four, but I'm not interested because I played the games. I'm sort of more interested to watch five because I think it has the better story, actually. So I'll probably like check maybe. it out just for the sake of checking it out because I. But know... I think it's a lot better for someone who hasn't played the games to watch, honestly. Hmm. Okay, I'll check it out. I guess the strong part of the games isn't the gameplay; it's the story and characters. So and the badass music. Yeah, and like the style of it, right? Um, but yeah, so if they can capture all of that in anime form, then they essentially cut off the the hundred hours of wasting your time killing the same enemies. So. Anyway, what else is there? Um, there's some sort of schoolgirls, young girls fighting with swords show. That looks interesting. Oh, wait, here we go. I never did. And it's very stylish, like Persona. I don't really know what it's about. Let's see. Calgula Effect is set in a virtual reality program known as Mobius, created so people can escape pain in their lives and live in an idyllic high school setting, forced to live out their three years indefinitely. Interesting. The main protagonist is one of a group who realize they're in a virtual world and form the Go Home Club. So that sounds a lot like Angel Feats. They're trapped in purgatory and they want to get out. But Yeah, it sounds almost identical. Yeah, Mobius is its godlike overseer program, a vocal program called Mew, or I guess muse i like love live sort of it's just the greek letter mu they oppose someone a group who supports mu and sees the go home club as traitors so angel beats and persona mushed together it looked kind of cool as a game so i've watched the show that looks interesting um hmm is there any other ones oh i want this show to be interesting but i'm afraid it won't be but it's about the Yakuza, like, making their people get a, not a sex change. That's a different show. <laughs> but yeah, there is one where the Yakuza makes the guys get a sex change and become idols. What this one's fuck? also one where they make the Yakuza people be an ex-magical girl. I don't even know what it means. I don't, let's see. The main, I have to scroll down. She contracts. Let's see where does this. Say? She contracts the yakuza to become a magical girl, which doesn't make sense because the yakuza isn't a person; it's a group. Which in this story means she turns into a handsome guy. Wait, oh, I have no idea what this show's about. Never mind. 
seems too too far fetched. And then there's a weird co- G- Code Geass wannabe show, D- Doreku the Animation. What if you could enslave anyone you ever wanted? The SCM lets you enslave anyone who's also wearing an SCM at a price. One must win over the other at the cost of anything in order for the other to become their slave. So this is this is stealing the idea, in my opinion, of Kakaguri. Yeah. Which I liked, but I don't know if I'd watch another one. There's a show about girls who are actually just racehorses. So we've had a lot of anamorphic girl shows in the past. This time, instead of cats, they're horses. But it's based on a mobile game that is like a... Uh, horse race. I guess the horse race. Yeah, but they also like sing, so I don't know. Um, there's a new Wixis show. Ooh. Uh, it's the second season of the like the other show, but I never got into the other one because I like the characters of the first one, so I don't know. Uh, is there any? There's so many shows. I, I keep scrolling down, and there's just more. I think that's it. I don't think there's any other show that interests me. Hmm. So, like, there's a lot of mainstream ones people could enjoy. Some I'm interested in, and so I think it's a good, a strong season. So, like, definitely watching Steinsgate, DXD. I have to wait for Persona Five. I'll check out. I think, oh, and the Caligula one seems interesting, though it could also just be very bad. I was looking what the, oh, I guess Satellite is making it, which I don't know much about, but they have a lot of shows I've heard of on here. Such as White Album 2, they did. Yeah. Um, Macross, Fairy Tale, Log Horizon, um, and then, like, a lot of shows that don't look very good, they've made, so yeah, I guess it's up in the air. Yeah. Oh, and Sword Art, we're both going to watch, cause because everyone's, everyone's a slave to Sword Art's domination of anime. Pretty much. And Kirito hopefully isn't in it. So, so you'll, you'll like it, then. Yeah. He, he honestly ruins the whole... I've ranted too much about Sword Art, and so has everyone else popular to do so. So I won't talk about it, but yes, I hope he's not in it. All right. Sword Art. Everyone's slave. Mm-hmm. Anything so, else? I'll watch that. No, that's, that's a lot of things to watch. I'll see what I actually yeah, watch. Yeah, you'll watch like one. <laughs> right, yeah. That's a lot of things. I mean, I'm definitely watching Steinsgate and probably <clears throat> Sword Art. The other ones are up in the air. <laughs> Well, I know Fully Cooly, I believe, is going to be on Adult Swim. So, yeah. Mm. I mean, I won't watch it that way anyway, so. <laughs> that means nothing to me, but perhaps someone. Well, yeah, I mean, my whole point is it should be dubbed and everything. Mm. Yeah. So, want to get DVD picks? Yeah, I do. All right. DVD picks. What will you get? It's DVD picks. Is that is that our budget bumper? It's our budget bumper. Guess I should play the real one. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, we've really lowered production value. Yeah, pretty much. It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. Ah, uh, yeah. So there's that.
See, that was a lot of hype, and now I'm looking at the shows, and I don't know what any of these are. So, oh man, well, Yu-Gi-Oh! I know what that is, yeah. but who cares? Yep, Gintama. That's been going on for a million years. Forever, yeah. So, who knows what series three, part one is? It could be any. The Great Mazinger. These oh. are all discotech shows. Mazinger, uh, I think it's part of the giant robot. Probably part of the Mazinger Z. I don't know. Mm, maybe not. There's uh, Robot Carnival. That's Tenjo pretty... Tang. Whatever that is. Tenjo Tenge? Tenge, Tenjo, yeah. Tenjo Tenge. Yeah, what it's is that? a ninja that? show, I think. Probably. I Sounds used to have it. like I sold it. Never watched it. Uh, Zatch Bell movies. Toriko the movie. I didn't know Zatch Bell had a movie. <laughs> or multi. The Life of Bidori Gusuko. Uh, and Blame by Viz Media. Nope. No idea what Blame is. I want to I wanna check. Let's... Blame. Pronounced Blam. Blame. It's a 10-volume 1998 Japanese science fiction manga. Turned anime, yes. I guess it was turned into a movie that doesn't have the best reviews, but blam, not blame. Blam! But I guess in Japanese it would make the, the A noise, so it would be blame. But whatever. Blam. The hero, my, not the hero, My Hero Academia Season 2. Um, Utano Prince-sama. Is that the Prince of Tennis? Or is that yeah, I was going to say, I think that's the Prince of Tennis. Yeah, I don't, is it Utano Tennis? Uh, No. No, it's definitely not that. Oh. It's a Japanese visual novel produced by Broccoli. Yay! Targeted at a female audience. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it's just a lot of cute boys doing idle things, all hitting on this one girl, I guess. Every girl's dream. Mm-hmm. The girl looks cute. Although her eyes look like they're filled with pee. <laughs> they're very yellow. The fuck? Like it. Oh, hold on, let me show you. They're they're translucent in a way that it looks like they're filled with a liquid. Let me just send it to you on Discord. Oh man. Take a look at this character and tell me her eyes aren't pee eyes. What the hell? <laughs> she looks Aren't evil. they shaded a weird way? Yes. They're like a yellowish orange, like she's evil. Yeah, but they're And they're, they're not like 3D like new ones where it's like you know, where they have the dark pupil and the light eye color. They're yeah. Like... The, pro- the problem is they shaded her pupil yellow as well. So it looks like they're just filled with a liquid. <laughs> Gross. Either way, you can watch P.I. Girl and her hot singing nails. Um, March comes in like a lion, which I hear is sad, I think. But I haven't watched Aww. it. Oh, sad. But that's Aniplex Blu-ray, and it's only half the show, and it's $160. Fuck you, Aniplex. (laughs) Why do people keep buying this? (laughs) True fans of sad shows. Exactly. There's Akka 13. Oh, Zelda, I will like that. Mm, Selling mm -hmm. smokes to children at playgrounds. Hey, kids, smoke up. Super lovers. No. No, Puzzle and Dragon Axe. Ajin, the demi-human, which I... Where has been out forever. Um, I'm gonna keep going because there's some stuff I want to see. Okay. And now it's listed as Crunchyroll Funimation instead of just Funimation. But interview with Monster Girls. Woo! Woo! Good show. Complete collection, Blu-ray, DVD. You're gonna buy it, Monster Hunter Stories. No idea what that is. I'm assuming it's related to the games. 
Hayaku Season 2. That's the volleyball one. Which some people really like. I haven't seen it. And Urara Murocho? I don't know. Sounds Mexican. <laughs> like mariachi. Alright, so we can stop there because I really want an interview with Monster Girls. And nearly always i feel anime isn't worth buying but i really like that show and i want more so this might be one i actually buy i'm I'm proud of you it all depends i'm gonna listen to the dub because with funimation okay let's see it's it's hit or miss not even hit or miss the fact that like i'm sick of some funimation voice actors (laughs) even if it's good i don't like it huh the girl that plays the vampire girl I like also voices Akno in DXD. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, she's the sister in Data Live. I can see that. That's a good comparison. What else? Yeah, I don't know, but... I mean, I don't even care if the dub's great. Like, I'd buy the show in hopes that just it means I get more in Japanese. There you go. Like, I'm sure it's not too bad. I'm pretty sure I watched one episode and I thought it was okay when it was simulcasted and you showed me, like, a clip from it in English. But I think you showed me because it didn't convey a point that I thought was as good. I think it was when Hikari was talking to the teacher in the office about her uh, like dr- fears about drinking blood and stuff. Yeah. And I Oh, that's thought, right. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the dub totally missed the point compared to the sub. It the dub seemed to definitely tone down the social commentary the show was making or I thought was making. They they made it much more cutesy and it's like it wasn't just cutesy. The man the guy teacher in the show is very much like a counselor to them. And the, the things they face are scary as not being humans. So. Well, there you go. Now I'm, now I'm split, but <laughs> well, you I love the show and I want more, but I almost want to look up like how much money goes to the original people that made the show. If anyone can measure it outside of Funimation. Enough. Remember, they had to pay the licensor. They had to pay the license just to license it. Yeah, true. So maybe I don't even have to buy it. Maybe they already gave enough money to the people I like. Pretty sure <laughs> but, they did. Yeah, but man, now I'm split because I love the show. They have it. Do- they have it. All Funimation releases have both t- tracks. Yeah. True, but I want to feel like I'm getting something new with the dub, and which I guess I am. My I'm only a t- concern would be. I don't know if Blu-rays do the colorized subs anymore, or if they even do period. Because mm, I know when I, I watch DVDs, you can only do white and yellow, and a lot of times the people, multiple people, were talking, you couldn't figure out who the hell was talking. I mean, I understood who was talking with one color in the sub when I originally watched it, right? In Crunchyroll, so who cares? Okay, fair enough. But. Yeah, I mean, I own some Blu-rays, like Railgun, yeah. from Funimation, and it, it sticks to one color. It was just all white, so. Gotcha. 
but in Railgun, they don't really all talk at the same time, so I don't know if it's because they didn't have to use two colors. Mm -hmm. Also, I do like the dub for that one, so I'm... I might just be remembering the subs when I didn't watch the Blu-ray. <laughs> I don't know. Because I'm pretty sure when I watched it, when I got it on Blu-ray, I just watched it in English because I, I like it. Gotcha. Well, tell us about Overlord. All right. So throughout my anime viewing history, there's been a lot of shows like Overlord. It's very much the you're trapped in a game story, right? We saw it with Sword Art. And then there's like a million spinoffs, not spinoffs, but related shows, right? Like uh, Log Horizon to a degree, uh, the isekai shows are playing off of this, like, for games, right? It's like you wake up in a fantasy world. The closest thing we have to that in real life is video games. Yep. So what are the isekai shows inherently tapping into, like, our lost species for, for fantasy and games, right? Yep. Uh, so same idea, but this one does it better. So how does it do it better? Well, the main character, which I, it doesn't matter what his name is, wakes up in the game because i don't remember it um and it's basically as the games or he doesn't wake up in the game i'm confused with isekai he's playing the game for the last time as the servers are shutting down so he's like well i used to have a good time we used to be like the best guild that did everything in the game we were the best players but no one's here anymore right it's been i think he said six years since the game came out and everyone moved on and he's the only one that's like very nostalgic and he's like, I'm going to see the game out. So like he's waiting just for the game to close, the service to end. And he's logged into the game and we never see him. We just see his character. So the <clears> story. Is his name Alba- Albedo? Albedo's the girl in the show. Or one of them. Momonga? Yeah, something like that. But that's his character name. That's why I'm saying it doesn't matter what his real name is. Oh, but, okay. But I guess satisfy people no it's fine they never tell you his real name is what i'm gonna assert so they never tell you his real name but who cares so he's playing the game and it's taking place in the game and he's like waiting for the server to shut off and the countdown ends but he doesn't get logged out it's like well that's strange so like he brings up his friend list and like the online list and no one's online in the game and he's like well it must be broken and i'm i just have to log out because the servers went down or whatever so he tries to log out but he can't so here's the twist. It's not that he's trapped in the game. It's that the game ended, and he's now the only player in the game. I guess, in a sense, he's trapped in the game, but, but not everyone is. So what happens is he's trapped in the game, and all the NPCs come to life. So everyone that worked in the guild's castle, like as different servants made by the players, are now, to him, real people. And they act like real people. Uh, so... He has this one girl that one of his guildmates made, and that's Albedo. And he's like, or Albedo. And he's like, uh, there's a menu where I can edit like how the NPCs behave, which is strange because now they're like real people, right? They don't just perform like boring functions like opening a door or making food or something. Um, so he edits it, and he's like, uh, makes her like not more powerful, but basically like that she can do more things within the castle. And then he adds as a joke, he's like, I wonder. And he like adds that she's madly in love with them and then confirms. And he's like, that probably won't even do anything. So then <laughs> she like runs over to him, all obsessed with them. And she clearly loves him and stuff. And he's like, okay, strange time to go back. But he like, can't re-edit it. <laughs> like the, the decision he made was final. So now she's like forever in love with them. Um, but that's not, I, mean, I guess that's like a main focus in the first one but not for the whole show. So why do I like the show? Um, 
it doesn't have the risk of being trapped in the game. He's basically the strongest player slash character in the world now, so there's no risk of him dying. He just has to find a way to make it worth living in. Also, part of the game suppresses his emotions. So whenever he's like happy or sad about something, it like brings him back to a baseline. So the frustration of being in the world initially is that he can't experience things like he used to. It's just everything's robotic. In a sense, he's the NPC, right? His emotions have to stay within parameters, which I thought was interesting. So what is he? He's now basically, uh, what do they call him? Like you said, the Momonga. He's a big skeleton mage man. And he has all the most powerful artifacts in the world because their guild beat all the content and stored them all in the guild house. And his goal now is just to make basically it both more fun for him and to like reestablish the dominance of his guild that does no longer play the game. But he's now in charge of like an army of NPC people. Um, so the first one is very much like exploring what the world looks like. And there's different factions like outside of his castle. There's similar to Gate. There's like a noble faction versus like an evil criminal faction. So he, like, inspects what they're doing, and he's very overpowered like Hirito, so he goes and, like, wipes out the whole evil army instantly. And then the good guys, like, worship him as some sort of god. So I don't really like the first season a ton. Like, it's exciting. The The exciting part is he disguises himself as an adventurer, or what they call adventurers in that, and which is very much adventurers in any show slash game, and takes on, like, benign quests, like, kill 10 wasps and stuff like basic RPG shit. And, but he's very good at it and he's using swords to handicap himself because he's like the caster class. And what he encounters is that there's some sort of like the offshoot of the criminal organization that's kidnapping people and using them as slaves. And he finds this girl who he wants to help who's kidnapped by them. So at the end of season one, he defeats that faction and is promoted as an adventurer. And he says, instead of becoming the God that scares everyone, it would be better for him to integrate himself into the world as the hero adventurer or not even a hero, but the adventurer that people can relate to and want to work with. Right. he doesn't just want to be the the scary skeleton man that comes down from his castle of death and kills everyone because no one would talk to him. So he's trying to integrate himself into the world of NPCs. So this is where the show gets much better, I think. So some people don't like season two because it's a departure from the Kirito type story, which I don't like. But season two starts out with him not even being the main character. It starts out with this tribe of lizard men in the game uh, being the main character. And basically, um, they encounter one of the servants of the main character guy, the Momonga. And he's like oppressively powerful and they're like, we got to band together and defeat him. So how did that happen? Basically, Momonga wants to try to like make other races subservient. He doesn't want to like, he's very much not evil, uh, but he wants to experiment like what it's like bringing them all together in one faction. So he like sends his guy to go beat him down and say like, okay, we beat you now join us. Um, But they're like very proud warrior people. So the main half of the second season is how they have to try to overcome the oppressively strong one person in the skeleton guy's army, which he has like 10,000. So it's like he could easily win if he wanted to, but that's not the point. So they all fight 
and they all lose basically to the main man and then he comes down and he's like are you willing to serve me and they all agree so to me that's interesting because like he's trying to he's not just trying to kill all the people he's trying to like get their trust sometimes through force which isn't very fair but you know like he's not just killing them all um and then the second half so far is another like off story of uh the the butler for momonga uh, finds this girl who's in slavery and frees her. And he was made by a different person, which is a funny name. He was made by uh, Mr. Touch Me. One of the one of the players' names was Mr. Touch Me. <laughs> and he was that's, like a very joking... Common. Huh? That's pretty common. Yeah. All right. So he has the, he has the funny like name someone would have in an RPG. Um, but he's like, what would Mr. Touch Me do? Like... And then he recalls, like, the goofy touch-me player being like, oh, whenever I'd see a girl, of course I would save her. And, like, being, like, a goofy knight role-play guy. And he's like, I must act according to what my master would want me to do. And he saves her. And though he's just the butler, he's, like, very strong compared to, like, everyone outside of that faction. So, like, interacting with all what we would consider the normal people of the world. He's far stronger than anyone, so he just takes the girl and kills all the villains easily. But now it's like, can their faction have just normal human people in it? And a lot of the people within the faction don't like that. They're all like very much... The faction of the Players Guild is like undead type people, and they're evil, so to speak. Um, The player himself isn't evil, but their faction is supposed to be evil, so they're like, why would we want a human? And it turns out the human is the older sister to the girl that was captured in the first season who he failed to save, who ultimately died. So he feels bad. So he's like, he allows the butler to protect her. So now currently they're in what Gates' story is like, where they're like an outside faction that's very strong. So the undead faction is similar to Gates' uh, Japan military because they go through the gate and they have modern weapons against fantasy world. And they have to decide, do we help who's supposed to be the good guys, the royal faction, or do we help the criminal faction? So currently, there's a lot of like politicking going on, which I find interesting. And it turns out the leaders of the royal faction aren't very good people, even though they're theoretically not the criminal organization. So I don't know how it's going to turn out, but to me, it's like a cool combination of both Gate and a story like Sword Art. But the overpowered main character realizes he has to exist in a world. He doesn't just have to kill everyone to get out or whatever, because that's not the plot of the show. So I like that. And I like its departure. I'm assuming the source material does this. I like its departure from the main character being the main character. I like how we get to see all the other workings of the world where, like, Log Horizon falls into this trap. They present, like, a new group of people but then they just become irrelevant compared to the players, and I don't like that. Uh, yeah. So I would recommend it to like anyone that likes the sword art type shows, but also people that want like a smarter show, in my opinion, like Gate, where it makes like a lot of moral sentiment points about what it what it means to be a leader, or I guess what it means to integrate yourself into a fantasy world. Because, like, ReZero does this pretty well, although sometimes obsessively or excessively. 
where they make the main character have faults and um, like fail to save people and stuff. And this one does a good job where the main character has faults, but his goal isn't to just kill everyone, even though he could. His goal is to make something livable for himself because now this is his life. So pretty good. And also there's great action because the main theme of the show is fantasy and magic and action. But I talked a lot about what it makes it different from other action shows. But yes, it is an action show. And uh, that's it. That's the first two seasons. And I'd like season two more. And I don't know how other people feel. So, Do you think we're going to get a season three? Or do you think it's going to be pretty much this is it? Oh, I think so. I mean, I don't know how long running the source material is. But they could do like an infinite amount of things in this world. Gotcha. So, like the first one was just him testing the waters the second one's him trying to integrate himself but there could be like an unlimited amount of factions in the world also they hint at perhaps there being another player that's trapped there because there's some things he encountered that doesn't make sense within like the realm of what he's experienced like someone else could have like artifacts and stuff so that could be a cool third season where like now he's established himself that doesn't want to take over the world maybe he encounters a player that does and how would he stop them, right? If they're both equally powerful. So, yeah, I'm excited for what it could mean for the future, but I'm glad they took the slower pace of being like, okay, the NPCs are real people now. You can't just, like, kill them all. <laughs> so. Cool. All right. Yep. Uh, what would you give it out of 10? Ooh. No, I really like it. Similar to Gate. I'd give it, like, an 8. To me, it's it's the... Uh, much better form of like sword art type shows so like I would rank it up there with what I think was already the better type of sword art shows Excel World because they add something to that existing isekai uh, game trope right yeah I'd give it an 8 out of 10 I very much like it and it's not getting any worse it got different but still very good awesome alright well everybody thank you very much for listening and uh, see you when I see you. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.